Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, believe it by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, guys, to the Armor Report, the Monday edition. This is a big day. This is a very important day. Let's get to it without any further delay. We have been stalking the bear market for the last two months. So we've underperformed for the last two months. We've outperformed over the last five months because we avoided the collapse of the stock market last year. This is a show about stock market investing in case you don't know it. I'm your host, Brett Rosenthal. I manage my own capital. I manage capital for high net worth investors. All of the capital is managed through our affiliation with Interactive Brokers. What I'm sharing with you on this show and every show is information directly off our trading desk that we use to manage our own capital, the proverbial putting our money where our mouth is. I do this for two reasons. One, to educate, because I find it after 30 years of doing this, I have a, information that I think I can share with you that will help you manage your assets better and protect your capital. But I also do it to keep myself honest. If I record these and I share this information with you and you watch and you listen, and you ask me questions, which I appreciate, it helps me execute my strategy, even when it's difficult. Okay? We're not trying here, nor should I think, nor, nor should you try, to outperform the market indexes on a month-to-month basis or week-to-week basis. It doesn't work like that in investing. What we're trying to do here is simply protect capital when risks are high and put as much capital to work in the market when the probabilities are in our favor and the reward is worth the risk. So we do two things on this desk. Those of you who watch these podcasts know, these YouTube videos, listen to the podcast, you guys know that we do fundamental analysis on companies. We gather information. We speak with management teams. We do all of the necessary things to build investment theses. Our favorite place to invest right now, we think we're at the very beginning of a major investment cycle, is the cannabis space. Um. There's been a request from a viewer. Zach, thanks for requesting this. I'm more than happy to discuss 5G. I'll comment on it a little bit in passing, and then we can do a, if you'd like, I'll do a full episode about 5G and the different investment opportunities in the future. But today's really an important day from a stock market standpoint and a risk management standpoint, and that's what I'm going to focus today's um, discussion on. So the first thing we do is fundamental research. We build investing themes. Zach, I do think that investing in 5G is a solid theme. I think it's further down the tracks already. I think that, you know, cannabis is earlier in the cycle. I still meet 
the majority of the people I meet still think that marijuana is kind of an illicit drug. They just do. It's particularly the investing chunk of the public, the, 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 the people with a lot of capital, 50 years and older, let's say. A lot of those people are still uncomfortable with the idea of marijuana. And that's what makes the investment opportunity so beautiful. They're going to beat these stocks up when the market goes down. And I'm going to be sitting there with a basket. 5G I like, but I wish we were talking about this two years ago. Because there were some great companies that were just starting and the risk was a lot less. These stocks are up big now, so the risk is greater, and we're going to need to see pullbacks and retracements in order to put money to work. So we have time to do some research on that space, and I'll do an episode for you guys on 5G, highlighting what our favorite ideas are. Once we have these investment themes and we know the stocks we want to own, we use our algorithms to tell us when to add risk and when to take risk off the table. When risk is too high, we carry a lot of cash or we short to hedge the portfolio of our favorite ideas. We have three portfolios, the balanced, the aggressive, and the conservative. You can monitor them all on our website, rosenthalcapital.com. As you all know, I'm watching screens. They're all around me. The markets are open. They're trading. This is a live desk, so I'm looking for opportunities right now. Um. Typically, on a big down morning, I look for long opportunities. Today's behavior is, this is not a day where I'm looking for a long opportunity. Today's a day, so let's get right to it. Today's a day where I'm looking to short any rallies. If the market closes near the lows of the day today, this will mark the beginning of the retracement. Do we go back into the bear market? Do we go all the way down to the lows of December? I don't know. I don't know. I don't like to make predictions like that because you get stuck in your own ego, in your own mind, and you think it has to do that. The market doesn't have to do anything. It doesn't even have to go down here. But I've been writing stalking the bear posts, and you can find it on our website under our research tab. You'll see stalking the bear, and I try to update it. I've been writing it since September of last year. And I just keep updating that post, letting you know where we are. A lot of guys were frustrated that I spoke to about our stance of being cautious and that the market ripped higher in January and February. A lot of guys were wondering if I felt left behind. And I kept saying, I don't feel left behind. The algorithms are designed to put capital to work when rewards worth the risk and the probabilities are in our favor. And the problem at the last two months, obviously you'd say in retrospect, the reward was worth it. The market's up huge. But the risk component was through the roof. And so that messed with the equation. We need a different setup on our trading desk with my personal capital to get aggressively long the market. And what do I hear on CNBC and all the other, you know, I just say CNBC. I'm not picking on them. It's any financial news network. Okay. They're all the same um, mindless mumbo jumbo that they talk about all day. Now, here's my favorite one. Ready? They've been telling you this for the last couple of weeks. This is the best market since 1987. It's the best start to the year since 1987. Is that a good thing? 
Does that help me or is that worthless, mindless cheerleading? I mean, don't they see the irony in that? The best start to the year since 1987? That, that's not a great recommendation. 1987 ended up being one of the worst bear markets in history. So how does bringing out the pom-poms and cheerleading the market on because it's the best start in 1987, how does that help any investor? And this is the essential reason why I do these podcasts and these video streams on YouTube. Because I've been doing this for 30 years. I am so sick and tired of financial TV cheerleading investors into stupid decisions and watching their net worth collapse when the market sells off. I see the dead look in investors' eyes. I go to investor conferences. I talk to investors. And as the market's plummeting, they just look at me and say, I'm a buy, I'm a buy and holder. Um, the market will bail me out. That didn't work too well for people in 19... 19- 87, it didn't work too well for people in 2008. And you say to me, why not? The market went up. They just held on. They would have been okay. Yeah, but that's not practical. I mean, it is if you're a billionaire. Everyone loves to tell me, Warren Buffett, I invest like him. Yeah, great. If I had billions of dollars, I'd invest like Warren Buffett. And it wouldn't matter if one of my investments tanked. But you and I don't live like that. This is our retirement capital. This is money we need to live over a long period of time. Or, in some instances, we're building our net worth for the next generation. I have a five-year-old and a two-year-old. This is my legacy. I'm not going to have it cut in half because I'm going to pretend I'm a buy and holder. What does that do for me? And I'm certainly not going to constantly trust the government to bail me out. You can do that if you want. You can point to history and say, the government always bails me out. I'll be okay. I'm not willing to do that. I'm not willing to do that. When I see Ms. Cortez becoming a media darling, and she is a socialist, left-wing lunatic – I'm not willing to trust that the government in the future is going to protect my net worth. You may be. I'm not. So what I do with algorithms on my desk is I protect capital first. I don't care if I miss upside over a given month. I care about getting the investment right over a longer period of time. And in order to do that, I have to commit capital when the rewards versus the risk is worth it and when the probabilities are in my favor. So I've been stalking the bear for the last X amount of months. I guess it's five months now. The market had a collapse in December and then this pendulum swing higher in January and February, which is typical of the market because we're talking about emotions and extremes. So I've been getting a lot of questions the last week or two. What do I think about the market from here? And I'm telling you now, like I was saying in the last couple of weeks, um, 
if I thought there was too much risk, not me, if the algorithms thought there was too much risk a month and a half ago, you better believe there's too much risk up here. I'm more than happy to wait, do my research, do my homework, build my themes, work on G5 investments so we know where to go when the market pulls back. And here's another thing, guys. The market always pulls back. Always. You know it and I know it. It's just a matter of patience. So when you feel that patience slipping and you feel like you've got to do something because you're watching CNBC all day and that's what they make you feel, it's time to turn off the TV and go for a walk on the beach. That's what I like to do. Get your mind right. Be patient. So today's action on the market is the day that I've been looking for, for a sign that the rally is over and a retracement is started. It was incredibly frustrating on Friday because I thought we had it Friday. And I've already started to build a short position, plummeted at the open, just like it has today. Then skyrocketed to the close, made a new high. Truth be told, I cut my shorts in half. Kept half my position, but I don't want to fight the market. So I cut half my position, then the market gapped up this morning. Okay, great. I cut half my short, and if it closes up here, I'll be out of the rest of my shorts, let the market run again, put the short back out the next time it tries to reverse. But instead, what happened is we gapped up this morning, and I'm making money on all those shorts as the market's plummeted. So the question now is what happens at the end of the day? This day right now is looking like a classic reversal day. And those of you who have been listening to me, talking to me on the phone when we chat, I say to you that the way this market tops, if you look at it in the last five years, the reversal day is usually a gap up day that fails. And it's usually a gap up day that fails on a piece of geopolitical news. So over the weekend, we get all this wonderful commentary that the Chinese and the U.S. are going to cut a deal by the end of the month. The market gaps up on that, and now it's failing. What does that tell us? It tells us, number one, well, okay, let me start off by saying it hasn't told us anything yet. We have to see where the market is at the close. It keeps plummeting lower. Every second I talk to you, the market's going lower. And it's being led by the small caps. Now, those of you who know me know but I've always said small caps lead the market to the downside. That's the least amount of support. Institutions don't support small caps like they do shares of Apple. Wheels come off the market rally. It comes off first and hardest in the small caps. That's where my biggest short is right now. I will double, maybe even triple that short position by the end of the day if we close at the lows here or anywhere near the lows. Let's call it the bottom quarter of the daily bar. We close in the bottom quarter of it. I'm going to have my full complement of my short position on. And this is the next piece of information for you when it comes to what this market does in the last five years. And this has been a bull market, let's be honest, since the last, what, I don't know, nine, ten years? 
central bank intervention and all that stuff. But even during that 10-year bull market, there have been some vicious sell-offs, right? Vicious collapses. I remember a couple of years ago, the NASDAQ 100 had a 4% reversal in one day, up 2% in the morning, down 2% by the end of the day, which precipitated a vicious sell-off that lasted about a month. But we don't – you don't have to short right now. You don't have to short. And I've always said this on these podcasts and these videos. Shorting is not for most people. It's dangerous. It's frustrating. It's hard. I don't recommend it for most people. I do it for my own personal money, and even then, I don't do it very often. But I'm stalking the bear now because I believe we made a top in the market in, in September of last year. That belief allowed us to outperform every index last year for our three model portfolios at IB that all of our investors are linked to. And I believe that that adherence to the reversal and stalking the bear will again allow us to outperform this year. I believe that last year and this year will be years where protecting capital is more important than capturing the upside. We're going to capture upside, but protecting your capital is going to be more important. This is setting up to be like a 100% down day. Now, here's the thing about the market that's so frustrating. It's been up, 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 up. So what happens in that environment is the market has a down day like this. And everybody decides they'll wait for a rally to sell or to short. And there is no rally. The market just plummets. Whatever buying panic hit the market in January and February, when it ends, the buyers disappear and the, there's just an air pocket. And so what I'll do is I'll be doubling and tripling my short at the end of the day today if we close in the bottom quarter of the, of the candle or the bar. And then I'll add to it if it rallies in the morning for the next couple of days up to resistance, up to VWAPs, and then rolls over. Let me share with you what I mean. I'm going to share my screen real quick. Okay, what you're looking at right now is a shared screen. This is a trade station, um, uh, a software that we use. You're looking at the NASDAQ 100 on, on, um, on the left and a, a small cap index IWM on the right. You can see it's just an absolute plummet from a gap up, which is what I've been waiting for, for a short opportunity. This black dots right here, can you see that, guys? Let me, let me, um, let me just highlight this for you, all right? These black dots up here are the volume weighted average price. So we're way far away from that right now. I wouldn't be adding to shorts or anything right now. What I want to do is add the shorts when they run back up to the VWAP, okay? And they might not get back to the VWAP on a day like today. This is the reversal day. So my guess is the market is going to absolutely plummet today and it's going to get ugly. And then what you might get is rallies up over the next couple days towards this VWAP, and I'm going to want to add to my shorts there at the VWAP. Look, the market's actually falling off the screen right now. It's going down so fast. Okay? 
the, the behavior of the market where it goes from this unbelievable rally where everyone thinks they have to be involved to an air pocket back lower is just the world we live in today. And it's why we use algorithms to protect our capital, our investing capital. I'm not talking about day trading or trading on a week-to-week basis. You can do that. You can make money that way if you want. But we're trying to build investment portfolios. And so we look to do that on weakness and in an environment where we feel the, the reward's worth the risk we're taking. And right now, the risk is off the chart. This kind of massive volatility doesn't make us feel more comfortable. The rip higher in January and February doesn't make us feel more comfortable. It makes us feel more uncomfortable. I don't feel like I've missed something. I feel like there's another air pocket coming. Markets that are more conducive to an investor over a period of time grind higher and bore you to death. And they just keep going higher and higher and higher. And they have little pullbacks during the week. And they have a couple of bad days in there during the week, but they keep marking new highs by the end of the week. And you look back and say, how did it get to the new high? It was only up a quarter of a point one day, a third of a percent the next day. Markets that go up one, one and a half percent a day are not normal. They're dangerous. You want the volatility to come down and a grinding 45-degree angle higher, and that's your great entry point. But this move has been so aggressive to the upside, which has just been mirroring the aggressive move to the downside in December, that we've got a, a market where the risk of the volatility risk is so high, it forces our algorithms to hold a certain amount of cash to deal with the swings. Now, I hope I haven't sounded too negative today. I'm not predicting this is the next bear market or a big crash, although I call it stalking the bear. But I'm not saying there's a big crash coming. I don't know what's coming next. What I know is this. What I can control is this. Our algorithms are designed to tell us when the market is most fertile for a long-term appreciation of capital, where the reward is worth the risk we're taking. If either of those components is off, then we care more about protecting capital than we do capturing upside. And we just spend a lot of time doing homework and doing research. And for those of us who like to, we trade on an intraday basis because big volatility on an intraday basis leads to some great opportunities to be, make money long or short. You could certainly do that. But for our investors and for my own capital, the majority of my capital, I'm looking to protect the assets and then invest in the right themes where we think the reward is significantly worth the risk. So I'll leave you with this thought today. Um, I think I've made it clear. You'll know what I'm doing by the end of the day. If the market closes, big indexes, the S&P, the Dow, the small cap index, the NASDAQ 100, but they close in the lower quarter of their, of their bars for the day, of their range. I'll be adding to my shorts for guys who want to short. 
and I'll be raising cash across the board, booking profits and some of the investments that I've made over the last month and a half where we've made money, and protecting capital. Because I believe today is the beginning of a retracement if we close in the bottom quarter of the range. I believe today will be the beginning of a retracement of some degree. So I'm going to want to have as much cash as possible, be defensive, and for those who are aggressive, I'm going to be a little bit short. But shorting is just like being long. The volatility is so fierce right now, I'm not going to have a huge short position on. I'm just going to have a, a, a manageable short position on to book some profits as the market comes in, Okay. And I do think we can wrap up on these two thoughts. And I posted them on Twitter, so I hope you guys are following me there. It's um, at Brett Rosenthal, B-R-E-T, or hashtag Armor Report, A-R-M-R Report. And I just, I, I was um, watching one of my favorite movies last night, which is Snatch, a Guy Ritchie movie. And I just love this quote. It says, never, you should never underestimate the predictability of stupidity. Oh, I love that. Think about that. Investors do it over and over again, and it's predictable. They get themselves locked into a certain thought, and they won't get off it. And that gets to my second favorite quote. Never underestimate the power of self-deception. It's a killer for investors. Why I do this YouTube video to limit my own self-deception. We all have to deal with it. We come up with our opinions and our thoughts and our beliefs. And when it starts to go against us, we deceive ourselves. You need to stay honest with yourself. Thank you for keeping me honest. I look forward to talking to you guys again tomorrow. Okay, because if this thing really starts to go, we're going to want to talk every day for a couple of days. And then, yes, Zach, I'll get to the 5G discussion at some point this week. Where we'll kind of break down how we look at it and assets that we're, that we're investing in because we do have investments in the 5G space. All right, guys, you take care. Have a safe day out there. Have a smart day trading. If you're investors, be careful. Take your time. Be patient. Talk to you tomorrow. Thanks for being here. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes 
Only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 